It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In case you didn't know, we're in this thing again. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. I was sorry I was dancing. Shouldn't have been doing that. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. We'll talk about LinkedIn in just a minute. Also, thanks for making us your first listen every single day. Jimmy, I did do a reaction video, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of people join in. Appreciate everybody joining. Got a lot of kids uh, yelling in the background. Sorry about that. Um, I'm also wearing my Houston Oilers Well, it's shirt. a great day to give kids uh, liquor and alcohol. Perfectly it, acceptable and allowable on such a day to pretty allow sure the kids access to the liquor cabinet. Pretty oh, sure in Alabama. Legal. In yeah. Alabama. On Sunday afternoon. On Selection Sunday. Uh, I'm wearing my Houston Oilers shirt in honor of where the national championship game will be played, uh, in case you didn't know. So Alabama's in this thing, Jimmy. Um, I've got to tell you, I was was fluctuating between very confident and scared to death, and uh, Alabama gets in. I think it's – I definitely think it's the right call, 100%. I'm a homer. Say what you want. I definitely think it's the right call. Um, I definitely think this makes the playoffs better. Uh, If you put – here's the thing. If you put FSU in by saying, okay, we, FSU deserves to be an undefeated Power 5 champ, you have to put them at three. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Because you can't say, well, we think Texas is better and they only have one loss. No, you can't do that because you're, you're saying undefeated Power 5 is better than any other Power 5 champion, no matter what the circumstances, which is crap, but it's, it's what you're saying. So you got to put them at, at least at three. So then you'd have Washington and Florida State and first of all, you would give Florida State the home field advantage because it'd be much closer to uh, the Sugar Bowl. Secondly, you're giving Washington an advantage because they're playing the worst team in the whole bunch. And not only that, um, I don't think it was if I think Texas was getting in regardless if Georgia had won. So I don't think Alabama robbed FSU or anything. I will say this. I feel horrible for the FSU players. I do. I feel they worked their tails off, and it's not their fault Jordan Travis got hurt. I feel bad for Jordan Travis. It's not his fault he got hurt. But it did happen, just like I feel bad for Andy Papanastos for missing the field goal that would have won the national championship. We wouldn't remember Devontae and Tua in second 26 if he had been able to make a chip shot field goal. In fact, all we remember him for is missing that chip shot field goal. So I feel bad for him. But it's part of sports. And when you get hurt and when your best player – on your team gets hurt, it's going to affect you. I don't care what Danny Cannell cries about or what Tim Brando cries about. That's the way it is. I think the playoffs are better with Alabama playing Michigan and Washington playing Texas, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get it going. My major point to make is I don't like seeing the idea, just the standalone sentence that Jordan Travis's injury caused Florida State the spot. And, and that is a standalone sentence. That's not true. Uh, that's not fair. And it's not even true. The fact of the matter is, when Jordan Travis got hurt, Florida State had two more games to play. Had Tate Rodemaker come in and played really well against Florida, 
and Florida State had shown no drop-off at all, I 100% believe Florida State would be in the field, probably at number three. Had Tate Rotemaker, just Tate, I ain't talking about Louisville game. If Tate Rotemaker had come in and looked really good against a five and seven Florida team, not a good Florida team, a five and seven Florida football team that got drilled by Kentucky, by the way, a five and seven Florida team made Tate Rotemaker look bad. And then they go to the number three guy due to injury. And Brock Glenn looked non-competitive because he's a true friend. Brock Glenn's probably going to be fantastic in his career at Florida State. But he was a true freshman. And Florida State did not look like the same team with those guys. Had Florida State looked like the same team with Rotomaker and Brock Glenn, then Florida State would be in. It wasn't just, well, Jordan Travis got hurt. You're out. No, the committee had two games to look at. Go back to 2014, Ohio State, a a great team under JT Barrett. They lose JT Barrett in game 12, and Ohio State looks screwed, like they can't make the tournament. They just lost JT Barrett, their starting quarterback. They put in Cardell Jones, who was now their third quarterback of the season. They put in Cardell Jones. What did Cardell do? They beat Wisconsin 56 to nothing, so Ohio State made 59 to nothing. So they made the tournament field because they showed, hey, we put in the new guy and there was no drop off whatsoever. So the selection committee said, well, then we don't care that J.T. Barrett's hurt because your next guy is just as good or better. Florida State played the backup guys and they weren't as good. Therefore, it was very simple for the committee to go, you know what? If we put Alabama in, Michigan's going to be favored by two. If we put Florida State in, this Florida State team, Michigan's going to be favored by about 16, and that's just not good for the sport. And here's the other thing. You're right about that. Not only that, in that particular year in 2014, Ohio State doesn't get in, if you ask me, if Baylor and TCU play in a championship game to see who goes and they declare an actual champion. But instead they decided that, well, first of all, they didn't have a championship game because it was against the rules, which was stupid, but they didn't have a championship game. And the and the uh, conference in the Big 12 decided not to name a conference champion. No, they said they, they named them co-champs. Yeah. They named and, them co-champs. And so you know what the committee said? We're going to co-split your votes and you're not going to co-get in. So, and again, that was fine. And not only that, as you said, Cardell Jones played so incredibly well that it gave them something to sink their teeth into. And, you know, what What some folks have said, well, Florida State got penalized for playing in a, in a championship game. I don't think they did. They had a – now, you're right. I think it oh. is true. I will say this, that if Alabama and, and if the SEC and the ACC didn't have championship games, do I think Florida State gets in over Alabama? I'm going to say yes. I don't even know 100%, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah. And I, But you can't just discount that Alabama went in and beat the number one team in the country that's won the last two national championships, won 29 games. Yeah. You can't discount that. And Florida and State that, Jimmy, wouldn't have come within seven touchdowns of Georgia. No. and This, not, this hey, Florida State team. And guess what? Georgia and Florida State are going to get a shot to play. Now, I don't know who's all going to be involved with playing. My guess is it doesn't matter. Georgia's going to uh, boat race them. But – the, the other thing is, oh, shoot. I had a point. Yeah. I had a point. Not, you blew I've, been loud on, I've been loud on Twitter, obviously, and I've been getting slaughtered. Thanks to all you Alabama fans that rushed to my defense. Just kidding. No one was. 
uh, <laughs> I was been getting slaughtered on Twitter because I've been, you know, fighting the good fight for Alabama. So I've been absolutely just attacked by Florida State fans mostly and, and some college football people in general. But look, I, I will I will admit this out loud. If Florida State beats Georgia, if they do, and Alabama loses to Michigan, if both of those things ha- happen, I will walk everything back that I said. I will walk it all back and say, you know what? I guess I was just wrong. Now, I ask those who've been slaughtering me on Twitter, if Alabama beats Michigan and Florida State gets handled by Georgia, are y'all going to walk back what y'all said? I doubt it. Um, We'll see. Now, here's the other thing. Florida State's best win is Alabama's third best win at that that's indisputable. Alabama's best win is over Georgia. They probably have the best win of the year. Alabama's second best win is over Ole Miss, who's in the in the New Year's six. And their third best win is over LSU with a Heisman Trophy winner. Granted, Florida State beat them too. Florida State didn't beat them with Jordan Travis. I think there's a big difference. The other thing is, if Jalen Milrow had gotten hurt in the second quarter of the SEC championship game, and I don't care if Alabama had miraculously been able to go on and win, which they wouldn't have, but let's say they would have. Alabama. I think I think, I think Florida State. I think they would. I agree. I, I agree. And and for it is true they did beat LSU. Jordan Travis played snap for snap, and if anything, was maybe the only quarterback all year that outplayed Jaden Daniels. That's how awesome Jordan Travis was that night. Would Tate Rotomaker have outplayed Jaden Daniels? Not the Tate we've seen so far. That's you know, true. Jimmy, so let's, yeah. let, let me tell everybody about LinkedIn, and then when we come back, we're going to find out, you know, how else did the committee get this right or wrong? Because I think there's some other other things we can gripe about or other things we can champion them about. But right now, I want to tell everybody about LinkedIn. Because when you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, LinkedIn is the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Lockdown College. That's linkedin.com slash Lockdown College to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may, and I bet they do, apply. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on, so find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Okay, so let's talk about the committee overall. I mean, there are a lot of folks. Really, the the vitriol seems to be about Alabama getting in over FSU. And I, I again, I don't think that's what it is necessarily because I think at Georgia one, Texas gets in over uh, FSU. I think FSU was out. But you know, it, it the whole thing is rather ambiguous, which I'm okay with because I feel like some of this is 
you, what was the senator or congressman or somebody said, I don't know what pornography is, but I know it when I see it. I don't know how to define it, but I know it when I see it. And um, same thing with this, that, boy, it, I just don't know how you look at the, the playoffs with FSU in it and go, yeah, that looks right with, with this iteration of Florida State. Now, having said that, I do take umbrage with the fact that Georgia was number one and they dropped to number six. I think everybody could swallow this a hair better if FSU were number six and Georgia were five. And I think that's what it should be. I think it should be Georgia five, FSU six. And in a perfect world, Jimmy, and I know people won't want to hear this, I think Georgia should be in. I think Georgia is definitely one of the top three teams in the country, if not one of the top two teams in the country. But it, this whole thing, that, that's why I think these rankings paint everybody right. in the corner. And we've gotten so caught up in, well, Power Five undefeated. Well, who exactly did Washington beat now? Because they, they beat Oregon twice, and that's fine. But we're not really sure how good Oregon was, except they just kept ranking them above Texas and Alabama for some crazy reason. And you know, Oregon and Washington kicked, yeah, Oregon and Washington kept propping up each other. Yeah. Seems like, how do we know Oregon's good? Yeah. Washington. How do we know Washington's good? Oregon. Exactly. <laughs> and that, that just seems to be what we have, and in my opinion, and no one should ask it, obviously, based on my uh, Twitter rants today, uh, but in my opinion, Georgia's better than Washington. Now, I am not saying Georgia should be in and Washington should be out. I'm just saying, eh, if these are the four best teams, I would include Georgia. <laughs> I think Georgia is one of the four best teams, and I go by – who do I want my team not to play? And, uh, hey, Washington may beat Alabama if they play. Washington may win. But I just speaking for myself, I would rather Alabama play Washington than Georgia again. And, oh, heck, yeah. four weeks from now, Bowers and McConkie might be healthy. Uh, and they, they admittedly weren't, you know, this past weekend. So, uh, again, uh, I, I would rather play uh, Washington than Georgia. So, I think Georgia is one of the top four, uh, but no, I think the committee got it exactly right. One through three, one through four, they got exactly right. But some of the things that the committee did all throughout the process were wrong. And, and the committee, I think, looked bad today due to the mistakes that the committee made. And what I mean by that is Alabama and Texas should have been ahead of Oregon the whole time. Me and you said that we were adamant about it, loud about it. And had they listened to us, and we would have been right, by the way. I think we would have been right to rank Alabama and Texas or Texas and Alabama ahead of Oregon is if they had both been one spot higher, if going into this thing, Texas had been six and Alabama seven, it would look a little better when they moved up to three and four. Yeah. That's number one. And here's another thing that they did, which was just terrible. When Louisville lost to the ninth-ranked team, in the SEC, Kentucky, the ninth best team in the SEC at home. When that happened, they should have free fallen. They should. Louisville was ranked too high, and 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 Florida State was given a little too much juice for playing number fourteen Louisville. There is no way that is the fourteenth best team. No way, absolutely not. And it's because they didn't fall far enough when they lost to Kentucky. And when the committee was pounding them for losing to Kentucky, they should have remembered, oh, yeah, and that team lost a pit too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Louisville should have not been 14 going into that game. And they should have been 
more like 18 or 19. Though I'm not sure, would they beat Oregon State? Would they beat Oklahoma State? Would they beat Tennessee? Oh, I, so. I would take Tennessee over Louisville. This Tennessee went to Kentucky and beat Kentucky. That's right. So Louisville was ranked too high. Lastly, in my because I, I, I do think there's a lot to criticize from the committee, though they got one through four right. They sent the wrong message with Liberty over SMU. Agreed. Liberty has played the number 133 schedule. There is no evidence whatsoever that Liberty would have finished better than 10-2 and two against SMU's schedule. SMU deserves that spot. And once again, the committee is saying strength of schedule does not matter to us. And keep this in mind, when they asked Boo Corrigan, when Reese Davis asked Boo Corrigan, why Alabama and not Florida State? First thing out of his mouth was Jordan Travis. First thing out of his mouth. It was not, well, you know, Alabama's strength of schedule was five and Florida State's was 55, and we found that a pretty dramatic difference. Didn't say that. Then he says Liberty should go and not SMU. SMU had a much stronger schedule. Oh, much. Liberty played again. The worst schedule, 133 teams. Their schedule was 133. If I'm Greg Byrne, I am taking a very serious look at canceling future schedules against Ohio State and Notre Dame because the committee has spoken very loudly that strength of schedule does not matter. I disagree with the committee, but I can't change it. Greg Byrne can't change it. Nick Saban can't change it. The committee feels how the committee feels. And the committee's saying strength of schedule doesn't matter. If strength of schedule doesn't matter, then why the heck are we playing Ohio State? Why are we playing Notre Dame? We should Texas. be playing Louisiana Monroe. Why are we playing Texas? We shouldn't be playing Texas this past year. I mean, that's uh, why That's why it needs to change. And, and, hey, I'm not saying Alabama would be perfect. Alabama nearly lost to South Florida. Or I say they nearly lost. You know, everybody forgets about South Florida. We held them to three points, about 110 yards. Yeah, it's not like there was any point points. in the game where we'll – I mean, yeah, and it, there was no point in the game where we were like, oh, my God, this is going the way of Louisiana Monroe. Not only that, if we played the same quarterback or quarterbacks from the South Florida game the rest of the year, even if we had won the rest of them, Florida State probably still gets in because our quarterbacks were not good. And by the way, there's no way we would have won the rest of them. So, I mean, it makes right. a difference. Not only really quickly, Jimmy, and I'm going to tell everybody about FanDuel. You know what's interesting? You're talking about future schedules. Guess who Alabama plays in 2025 on August 30th? Florida State. At Florida State. Cancel it. I mean, if again, unless they can come out and definitively say, because I'll tell you something else, we also play Wisconsin at home that year. I'm. I, I thought that the strength of schedule is going to be so important. I love that Alabama's doing this, but now I look at Auburn's future schedule and like they got. Cal, these two years, then they got UC. I mean, then they got Baylor. Baylor sucks. Then they got UCLA, who's, uh, you know, going to be a bottom feeder apparently in the Big Ten. They just don't look good at all. Give me that. And they only play one. We play two Power Five teams that have, have histories of being pretty good. I, I don't want to crazy. Do that. It's not helpful. It's not helping anything if, if we care about the playoff. Do we care about having a really exciting regular season of big games, or do we care about making the playoff? And Alabama needs to tell us which one it is that we're doing. Because if we're saying it's all about the playoff, but scheduling those teams, then we're doing it all wrong. Exactly. Because the committee has spoken. They've made it crystal clear that they don't care, which is fine. I'm glad we know the rules now. Yeah. You know, 
Uh, and and we've got to also stop this as fans. I've seen this too many times today too. Next stop, year stop, won't matter. Hang on. I okay. want you to hold the thought. Fanduel. Let's I talk do. about Fanduel. I do. We I need to it. talk about Fanduel. Got to tell him. And when we come back, Jimmy's going to have the thought of the year. The thought of the year. I am. I I'm am. declaring it. It's late in the I year am. too, so it's a pretty big deal. As the weather gets colder, and I wish it would, it's not. I went to a parade today with a long sleeve shirt and jeans and about sweated out of my clothes. The NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel, and Luke stays hot at the Mountain Brook Parade. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. You've been th- if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel at all, there's no better time to get in on action than right now. There's NFL games going on, or they were yesterday, and there's one going on tonight whenever I put this out. This app is so easy to use. Jimmy can use it. Jimmy's wife taught him how to use it. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads and player props and over-unders and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season because you know you want to. And also you can do NBA and college football, bowl season, Heisman, uh, college basketball, all this stuff. You can do it all on FanDuel.com slash on. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Jimmy, I got to say, sometimes I do miss uh, our made-up sponsorship with Pringles. Oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, if you remember back in the day, I had fake live reads for our fake sponsorship. <laughs> and uh, now I'm doing real live reads. I, I was actually better at the fake live reads. Uh, <laughs> there, were, there were some classics. People ought to dig those up in the uh, in the old archives. No, what I was going to say is I've heard too many times, Luke, recently that well, next year it won't matter because, you know, we'll more easily make the playoff. The playoff is easier to make. doesn't matter if you lose. Play these tough games because, you know, it won't matter if you lose because there's an expanded playoff. Stop. Go look today. It's not hard. The season just ended. It's very easy to figure out who made the 12-team playoff today. Oklahoma finished 10-2. and two. And they're the second best team in the Big 12. I don't care they didn't play in the Big 12 championship game. We all know the second best team in the Big 12 was Oklahoma. They finished 10 and 2. They're not in the playoff. 10 and 2 Ole Miss, who only lost to Alabama and Georgia, they're the last team in. The last team in. It does still matter. You better not finish worse than 10 and 2. That's the lesson. You don't have some three game cushion. You can lose two games and make it, maybe. Because not everybody that lost two games is in this field. So you better not lose more than two. And when you're playing in a new SEC that's adding Oklahoma and Texas, you're playing in the new Big Ten that adds USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington, you still better not lose more than two. The regular season still matters a little bit, not as much as it did before. And when Alabama plays Georgia next year, one of the things me and you are going to lament, I can tell you what the theme of that week is going to be, is going to be the, so what, it doesn't matter, we'll just see them later. Man, that's why I'll say, yeah, that's probably partially correct. 
And it really is the death of what used to be the greatest regular season in sports. It's such a shame that we're saying that out loud and it's relevant. But let me tell you, the loser of that game has lost some margin for error because I think you can only afford one more and, you know, and still make the playoff. Especially, because strength of schedule. Strength of schedule doesn't seem to matter to these people. So they won't say, well, that was Georgia. That was a tough one. No, they're just going to say loss. Especially, Jimmy, when our road games – include Madison, Wisconsin, Norman, Oklahoma, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Knoxville, Tennessee, and then at home against Georgia and at home against Auburn, who will be much improved. Yeah, that's 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 going to be a problem. I mean, you're right. That, and I'll tell you something, that Georgia-Bama game next next September, I mean, game day, just go ahead and write it down. That mother will be there. Um, it's going to be a little, a little ugly. And- I mean, wow. it's going to be a thing. Jimmy, did you just – what happened to you just <laughs> The fire alarm is going off. But we're going to have to cut it short. Okay. The fire <laughs> alarm is going off. Jimmy, uh, yeah, I'm going to mute you just for a second, and you can nod to some of the things I'm saying. Uh, what? Yeah. Say again, I'm sorry. I need to check and see if my building's on fire. Okay, you go do that. I will just let you go. And, in fact, Perfect. we will just cut it short here. I want to talk about all the bowl games on the next podcast. Jimmy, I hope that these bowl games – are fire talk for us and that your building's not on fire. I don't want to be a wet blanket unless you need one. (laughs) All right. All right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. We will be back tomorrow with more. Until then, roll tight, everybody. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.